This is Litsy and Angie of Collective Shades, and you're listening to Girls We Know on Family FM, recording inside Canal Street Radio. Welcome, welcome. Yes, this is episode 12. Episode 12, yeah. I'm like, I'm, now I'm starting to like get off, off, like I'm not remembering anymore. I know. I can't believe we've like been doing this. I know. For that long. Episode 12, wow. And it actually came out in, I think when I look back, it was like no, the end of November going into December. Yeah. It's been out for a minute. I know. So I hope y'all are listening. Yeah. We be dropping gems. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, welcome to another episode. We're so excited to be here um, with just Angie and I today, just, just going over some of us. Yep, going over <laughs> some, <laughs> some little things here and there. Okay, so Angie, what are we going to talk about today? All right, so of course, we just have to talk about Nipsey. Yeah, it's been a... It's, all, it's a month now. It's been a while, I was going to say. It's, it's coming been, up on a month, mm-hmm. and I think it's just... I know. I, I don't know if you listen to his music. I honestly never really listened to his music thoroughly. Just like hits that he had here and there, like on the radio or just, yeah. you know, like popular songs that everybody listened to. But I never took the time really to listen to like a, na- an album fully. Yeah. So I think Victory Lab, the last one that he it came out last year, February, I believe. That was the only album that I actually like really like listened to. Mm-hmm. It was like a fucking like amazing album. Really? But I mean, I, he's an amazing. He was an amazing. I know, but like I, I more so started paying attention to him because of um like his inter- like his interviews are amazing. Like he mm-hmm. interviews so well. Yeah. And like the amount of knowledge that he just drops is just it's amazing. Yeah. And I think that's how I really I started to like him through his interviews before his music because mm-hmm. that's how I knew him. Yeah. Like um from the Breakfast Club. Yeah. Big Boy, like all of those interviews that he did and just like. It was just like his aura, just like something right. about him that's like wow, like I'm I like I love listening to him speak. Yeah. And then when he died, like I'm not even gonna lie, I actually cried. Wow. I don't I mean I I didn't cry, but honestly, like I really wasn't like you know, like I didn't I didn't really listen to him like that. Yeah. And I, I just knew his interviews too, but um yeah, I know a lot. Of, a lot of people like felt that. Yeah, like it like, was it, like, like it like hurt for like a... literally. If I felt like I knew him. Yeah. Like it is crazy because I wasn't like I wasn't someone who I'm like I'm not gonna say I was someone that was super big on like his music because I really only listened to like the last album that he dropped. Mm-hmm. But I did know him through his interviews. Yeah. And I felt like I literally I felt like I was related to him. Yeah. I like, feel like he had that like that energy that he made people feel that way about yeah. him. Yeah. You know? And then like to. His funeral, I've never, like, experienced anything like that in my life. Mm-hmm. Like, his funeral literally started at, it started at, like, 1.30. Uh-huh. And with the whole funeral, including the procession, it ended at 10 p.m. Wow. I mean, there were so many speakers, too, right? And then, yeah. I and didn't then, see like, the whole thing. I just watched clips here and there yeah. of people. I watched, I watched his mom. Yeah. His brother. Yeah. Oh, my Lauren, God. Yeah. The kids. His, um, I didn't watch his sisters. I didn't watch that one either. I think I wa- I think I caught um, Snoop Dogg. Yeah, his was really good yeah. too. Like yeah. it was just, it was, it was really like it was like, moving. Yeah, like yeah. even now, like I, like I still think about it. Like go throughout your day, and like you see a picture, and like mm-hmm. I find myself just like looking for pictures. I'm like, wow, like. I can't even believe like this is yeah, you know that he's gone right and it's just sad because it's, then it's like you look at everything he's done and just right the fact that like he was killed in a shopping center that he owned I know 
that was supposed to be for like black and brown owned businesses and yeah. like it's like a you know bettering the community yeah. yeah that's so sad that he was killed that way like you know in in a space where you know he created and you know he felt safe at like that's just so sad to me like especially I don't know losing like someone like him in the community like that I know a lot of people hurt that like hurt LA especially yeah. so many people in LA really felt that yeah that, that was really unfortunate and I know I had asked my mom I was like well was it I was like was it like this when Tupac died mm-hmm. she was like yeah really yeah she was like it was she was like honestly it was the same thing she was like I forget when he, he died in October was it uh, like October Nipsey? No, Tupac. I don't even oh, remember. I don't, know. I don't even remember when he died, but I remember my. I think he died like later in the year. I don't want to like say it wrong because I'm really not sure. Um, but I remember my mom saying like that literally lasted for like the rest of the year. Yeah. Because then Biggie died not too long after yeah. that, so now it's like yeah. two people, East Coast, West Coast, and like everybody's like mourning. Right. Um. I don't know. Like, yeah. Like Nipsey's death definitely was hard to take. Um, and I don't know, I guess we can go, we can talk about like other celebrity deaths too, but I don't know, for me, two, I would say two celebrity deaths that really affected me. One was Fife. Yeah. That one really, really hurt me. And the second one was Prodigy. Yes. I think for me, more Prodigy more than Fife. Like, Prodigy really. Again, another one that was like, trying to like empower and like mm-hmm. better people because i think what, what was he working he was working on the i think it was the illuminati documentary prodigy yeah 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 he was working on the Illum- it was like a documentary on the illuminati right before he died it's crazy oh and i think another one that hurt me too was now he's not like a musician or anything an artist was like um i don't know if you ever listened to the combat jack podcast Mm-mm. that when so he so i can't really remember but i think he used to be like an entertainment lawyer before yeah. and then he um had a podcast and he interviewed just like so many like celebrities like rappers and just people in general and his podcast he was such a powerful voice in hip-hop and he was such a like great interviewer yeah. and like just you know reporter it, that his I remember I was in Italy and I was on my Instagram and I saw that I like I was about to break down I had to like it was I was at a, I was at a work dinner and I had to like step out it's like it's so interesting how like the impact like a lot of people that are like in the entertainment business really have on us and we don't even know it i know because i would never think that like i would feel a way about someone that i've never even met before right but you do i know i mean like because we you know are listening to these people and we like you know just love these people like we don't even know them i know the power that they have on their fans it's and it's, it's 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 always like I, you hate to say it's like it's always the good ones, but it really is. It's like it's always the ones that are, you know, if anything, like turning their life around, trying to do better for the community. Mm-hmm. It's like it's it's always them. Yeah. Now I cannot. Now talking about this, like I cannot even imagine. God. And Beyonce. I, yo, like honestly, <laughs> like, I can, honestly, that like, like I don't even want to put it out there, but that would no, that yeah. would kill. That would be very hurtful. Yeah, like there's like so many like I get like Jay Beyonce 
fucking Obama. Like, yeah. those would like... I know. Isn't it crazy how people is just... I mean, we don't even know these people. But. Right, but it's like... I guess it's essentially because it's like you see them doing like doing things that kind of... that you respect and mm-hmm. like motivate you. Yeah. And then it's like when their life is like cut short. Yeah. It's just so unfortunate. It's like, it's not, it's not fair. Right. Yeah. I'm like, shit, you got George Zimmerman walking around crazy doing like God knows what, but then you taking the people that are for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, you know, I'm so, I'm so big on conspiracy theories. I know. I know. Okay. So <laughs> we can talk about this a little bit. Um, I'm, I'm not really that big into conspiracy theories. Like I, there's some yes, but there's like a lot that I'm like, maybe that's a little bit of a reach. Like the whole thing with Nipsey and like they like him being like the whole it just went out so fast of him being killed because he was being he was making a documentary yeah um what was that doctor's name dr sevi dr sevi yeah. i was like mm, is that real it's just so because there's so many videos already on do- like this research isn't new you know like a lot of his research honestly was on what the health yeah yeah what the health i think that's the documentary mm-hmm. like you know a plant-based diet like this research isn't really new so when i when i heard that i was like oh, so well the no. so nipsey's documentary it was is basically shedding light which i really didn't even know because i mean i've never really looked into dr sebi mm-hmm. but so he basically beat the pharmaceutical companies twice mm-hmm. to prove that there is a cure for aids and hiv mm-hmm. and i believe cancer mm-hmm. which i didn't even know Cause like you never, I know you never really hear anybody talk about. It, so that's what the, his documentary was about. It was basically kind of mm-hmm. like yeah. bringing that to light. Now I don't know that I want to say that that's what he was like. He was killed. Like for. killed for. Yeah, I was kind of honestly like upset that so many people rolled with that. Yeah. Because it's like he just died. Right. Like he literally just died. Like it. It was only an hour. Yeah. That we found out that he, like that he passed, and there were so many things going on. Like you know, I guess rumors, quote unquote, you know, that were just happening about like you know, oh, he was shot because of this. He was shot because of that. Like we don't really know the facts yet. Yeah. Like let's wait a second till. I think the way I'm like the way I I don't know that if that I believe that it was for Dr. Sebi, but I just I do feel like it's strange. Like this is someone who has never like he's never really left the hood. Yeah. Like he's been there like mm-hmm. all the time. He walks there freely. So yeah. I just don't really understand like why now. Yeah. So if anything to me, like I would more so look at it like if you look at everything like he's accomplished and what he was about to accomplish. Mm-hmm. I would say he would be more of a target for that versus the docu- Dr. Sebi documentary. Yeah, yeah. I I think it was... If anything, it could be like a combination, but I don't think it yeah. was solely based... Yeah, on that documentary. I think not it was a lot of other things. I think it was hate. Absolutely. I think it was jealousy. Um, I think it was, you know... I mean, people, people out there, there are some people that are just truly evil, hateful people. Yeah. And, you know, whatever the jealousy that they felt towards Nipsey and how he was uplifting his community and he was still involved so right. heavily into his community and there all the time. I think, you know, people, some people are just truly hateful and they see that. And and, yeah. and, and now it's um, coming out. It's like I kept seeing things where Eric Holder, the guy that shot him, is coming out that he was saying he was actually paid by the FBI. 
mm. like 75k that's crazy i don't i, I didn't know that i, I, mean, I, I keep i keep yeah. seeing it like i literally yeah. i keep seeing it everywhere yeah. like right, i think like not too long after the funeral that's mm-hmm. when i started seeing it mm-hmm. and i just keep seeing all these like different people reporting it mm-hmm. <clears throat> i just i don't know yeah. i it's like it's hard it's really hard to say but i do think that we're never really gonna know what happened that's how i honestly feel it's kind of like tupac right right you're never really gonna know i think also you know not i think i mean sometimes you know as sad as it is that's just somebody's fate you know i know that just sounds so crazy it it sounds really crazy to say but you know god has a certain plan for everybody absolutely and you we don't know when our time is it could be it could be five years from now it could be 20 years from now it could be tomorrow yeah or as soon as we got you know god forbid you know i walk out of the studio you know but we never we don't know our lives we can't control our lives and your fate is your fate you know whatever your story whatever the story that god has written for you you, that's what it is yeah and you know whether you believe in god or not there is a higher power there is energy out there that's the universe whether whatever you believe Absolutely. in you know that like we are not in control of our lives yeah you know the universe is energy that's is, so crazy you know, to think just, that like you're essentially really not in control of what happens yeah and it's it's really sad like you know he was doing so well and for this to happen yeah you want to try and find other sources to blame it on right but you know, that was his. That was his story. That was it. Was written for him already. Yeah, I, I do. I absolutely agree in that. And I think now it's just important to kind of like continue his not only his legacy, but just everything that he was preaching mm-hmm. about, as far as you know, like you know the things you eat, your yeah. community. Yeah, absolutely. Um, like just entrepreneurship. So yeah. yeah, just so many different things like that. Right. I mean, supporting like you know supporting your friends supporting your people supporting your communities supporting the youth you know it's it's so important I think you know I, I really like that's some those are things qualities that I really valued in him because you know to me like especially the youth is yeah. so important so so setting you know an example for people that are coming you know yeah. before you I totally agree yeah and like speaking on black and brown owned businesses yes <laughs> <laughs> I see your parents opened one yeah. back in AC yeah well yeah, yeah Atlantic City area community or yeah area um it's uh in egg harbor township it's a restaurant italian restaurant eat at joe's um so they actually so it's my parents and a friend of their of their it's like close friends mm-hmm. they partnered in it um so his name's um Polly. he um he used to be the pizza guy there for like forever oh, and dope. then um joe actually the owner of it he was retired like he was just retiring and um he asked Polly if he wanted to take over the restaurant you know he sell it to him and everything so he approached my um, my parents and like they went you know in it together so um they're slowly like transitioning the restaurant into you know um like creating new like dishes and you know doing like you know little changes here and there but yeah so far so good um so we're very excited my parents are so excited and so happy that's dope about it make sure you guys support when you go to ac because i know i love to be out there yeah 
and horrors and shit. (laughs) So I'm like, support. I'm like, I haven't been, I think I've only been to AC once. Oh, you got to go again. I know. I'm like, now I have a reason to and somewhere to eat. Yeah, you do. (laughs) Everybody has somewhere to eat. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm like, I would definitely love to go and support. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) It's so good. And my dad's the um, chef there. Oh, oh, yes, yes, yes. I remember you telling me Mm -hmm. your dad cooks before. Yeah. I need need a good dish. Yeah, if you guys want some good pasta and some good pizza. I'm like, so good. Black and brown on business. Yeah. In AC. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's not a lot of that out there. There's, I mean, there's a, um, a lot of restaurants out there and there's a lot of like um, grocery stores that are like brown owned um, just because there's so many Hispanic people yeah. in Atlantic City. So the community is there. Really? I never knew that. Yeah. There's a lot. So there's like a lot of, you know, grocery stores that are owned by, you know, um, Colombian, like Col- Colombian people. Um, a lot of restaurants that are owned by, you know, Mexican people. Yeah. Of, like, you know, Mexican restaurants. So there are a, quite a few. Oh, that's dope. Okay. Yeah. It's it's cool. Like Atlantic City, like you go there and you'll see like the little communities and there are tons of businesses owned by black and brown owned people. There's a lot of clothing stores owned like a, a black owned clothing store. Yeah. Um, there's one clothing store actually where I my first job was at this um, store called Foreign Fashions and the owners were um, Egyptian. Oh, nice. That's dope. Yeah. So there's tons of businesses out there. It's, yeah. It's like low-key like the place for black and brown owned businesses well i'm like well that actually ties into like how um <clears throat> before we started recording when i was telling saying um jay-z he was at a uh, webster hall last night mm-hmm. and he was just basically you know talking about how we have to gentrify our own communities before you know other people do yeah it's so i'm like true. that's really dope to hear yeah because that's yeah like when you think about it really like the i guess like the like the white owned businesses are really like kind of like the hotels but like it's mm-hmm. dope to hear that like there's yeah. a lot of smaller owned businesses but like black and brown owned yeah like when you go to like the true heart of Atlantic City like it's crazy like I mean it's just sad because the the, um, the economy in Atlantic City you know yeah. is, is not so good and it's, it's like better now but it always goes on this roller coaster right so like yeah you see the casinos and that's what drives people to Atlantic City but if you really go to the heart of Atlantic City like nobody can gentrify Atlantic City like yeah. Atlantic City is gonna be Atlantic City you know yeah you see the casinos you see the um like um a lot of like the new hotels um but there's always gonna there's the community of Atlantic City is just always gonna be the same see I think I think that's so dope yeah especially because it, it when you think I guess essentially like the way you're explaining it when you when you think about it it's almost like like the community sticks together it does yeah and like I feel like I wish or I'm hoping that you know that like branches out and people really now start to like pick up on that mm-hmm. because it's like when you hear about it, like people love to like complain about gentrification it's like okay well what are you doing about it right yeah myself included yeah no it's true and you know even if like of course like especially living in new york city you know gentrification is just something that's just happening yeah um but even if it's like being involved in something that you know that comes into your community being like being more involved in it and bringing your perspective yes you know that helps too like you don't have to you know be against it you don't have to be against gentrification but if you are just more involved in it and you bring in your own community in it and your own yeah. thoughts and your own you know perspective to it i think that really helps because it only grows your community much stronger yeah i absolutely agree and then you have somebody in there that is you know 
a non-white person, you know, voicing their opinions, like, you know, no, this is what we need for our community, Yeah. you know? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I find, like, that's, that's you know, like, the biggest thing is, like, you have the people that are, like, speaking up or, you know, people that don't look like us. So it's like, how can you tell us about what our community right. needs when, realistically, you're not even from this community? Exactly. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's, have you ever thought about, like, the things that you would want to, like, change or, like, be involved in? Yeah, I definitely want to, like, be more involved in, like, especially in Brooklyn. Yeah. Like, you know, I've been living there for, I don't even know how many years now. Yeah. Well, it's you were a New Yorker now. Yeah. It's been a long, <laughs> I've lived there for a long time. So I definitely want to be involved more this summer, um, like, you know, with even like a, like a, like with gar- like in gardening or just, you know, like market, like, you know, farmers markets or anything like that. Cause there's so many little things in Brooklyn that people are doing. Yeah. So I definitely want to be more involved in that, like, especially on the health side. Um, and then also, you know, I don't know, like being more involved with the youth too. I think I want to, I want to start doing that more. I mean, it's like occasionally that I'll do things here and there, but I definitely want to dedicate this summer to finding more resources for me to be, you know, I agree. I feel the same. Mm -hmm. I know for me, well, cause like I'm, I mean, I live in Westchester, but like, I guess the Bronx is so close to me. Mm -hmm. And then like my boyfriend's from the Bronx. So I feel like I have, I feel like I have ties to the Bronx now. And not too long ago, I had spoke at that school and I, I agree with you just as far as like um, speaking to the youth I think there's so many opportunities to do so Mm -hmm. and I just feel like it's something that's needed yeah absolutely it's definitely something that's needed I I would love to work you know more with like kids yeah me too I'm not like kids kids but (laughs) (laughs) Angie 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 low-key doesn't like kids Like little, little kids. Yeah, like the little ones. (laughs) They be running around like... Yeah, I'm like, you got to be like (laughs) past middle school. (laughs) I can do middle school. (laughs) Under that... Imagine when your um, brothers have kids. They're going to be like, Auntie Angie, Auntie Angie. Oh, man, I don't look forward to that. snap. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. (laughs) But no, yeah, definitely like giving, definitely giving back. Yeah. I feel like that's what Collective Shades has evolved to now. Yeah, a lot of giving back. Yeah, yeah, giving back. And now I feel like we're almost like gearing, not solely doing that, but like gearing more towards working with like children now. Yeah. Like I feel like that's like something that we're both like kind of aligned with. I know, yeah. I mean, because it's just so nice. And to yeah. see like the smiles on kids' faces is always yeah. just so Even rewarding. though I'm not going to lie, when I spoke to the kids, I was shook. <laughs> <laughs> I was so shook. I was like, yo, these kids are going to, like, fucking tear me to pieces. (laughs) Like, they're probably not even going to like me. Like, they're going to ask me something that I have no fucking, like, clue on how to answer. Because, like, no lie, kids now are, like, smarter. I feel like they're smarter than how we were back then. Yeah, I mean, they have just so many resources. Like, the things that they know about, I'm like, I didn't learn about this until I was in college. Like, how do you know about this? Yeah, I definitely didn't have that same mindset when I was their age. Like, at all? I was, like, worried about, I don't know, just, like, hanging out with my friends all the time. (laughs) I was worried about wrestling. Yeah, like, like... And they, like, they, like, I feel like they know... I feel like they know what they want to do at a younger age now. Mm-hmm. That's good. Like I don't, th- I really didn't know until I got to college. What I wanted to do. Yeah, I mean, I did. I had an idea of like what I wanted to be in when I was in high school, but not, not like that. And it wasn't until after college that I was like, okay, like I think I know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm like the kids now are just like evolved in yeah. like a way that sometimes scares me. <laughs> 
<laughs> Imagine when we have kids. <laughs> oh my god, okay, so speak, speaking of, well, not really like speaking of kids, but did you see um, Beyonce's Homecoming? Yeah, I watched it twice. I only watched it once. I, I mean, but it was amazing. Yeah. Oh my God. She's just so incredible. Like everything she does is like an art, but it's also like a, it's like a learning moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like just to see the thought process. And like, I thought it was so dope how she was talking about how like she never had the opportunity to go to like an HBCU. Yeah. So she kind of wanted to pay homage to that. Mm-hmm. And like, I thought that that was so dope and just like the whole process yeah. and just like the mindset. Yeah. I think it's really cool to see how she's evolved as a person and an artist. Right. Her yeah. NJ though. Yeah. The, yeah, definitely. Both of them. Like to see how they've evolved and like, I think I, I love, I love the fact that they're lo- they're like, they're so low key with the mm-hmm. things that they do. Yeah. And they, they give Balk what, Balk, what? <laughs> <laughs> they give back without ever, you know, doing things for like clout or right. for people to like see, like they do it on the low. Yeah. And I think I like, I really respect that. Yeah. And you know, that's why, honestly, that's why they're so su- successful. Yeah. And why, not just, you know, monetary wise, but you know, just successful in like life. Yeah. And the people that they're around with and like just all the blessings that they have because they do things out of their heart. Yeah. You know, they don't do things like you said for clout. They don't do things to be like reported on and to be, you know, you know, outshined on. It's just like they really do those things because they really believe. Right. In those things. Like, I think I feel like I read that he was. Yes. He so he started, I guess this is how like I think. And I also think it's really dope how they like work together. So he started it was like an organization where kids will be allowed to tour Y'all. <laughs> where kids will be We're able inside to <laughs> Canal Street Market over here. We got some fans outside. <laughs> um, where kids they'll be able to tour HBCU colleges for free. Oh, that's awesome. I'm like, I think that's really cool. I'm like, I, I don't ever really, I've never seen anything like that before. Like, yeah. you have your college tours, but it's like, I guess it's kind of just like the colleges you want to go to. Yeah. Did you ever want to go? Did you ever think or like wanted to go to an HBCU? I didn't. No? I honestly, I didn't really know about them. Yeah. Like when I was going to college. Yeah. But also, to, like, I know about like a few of them, but one, I didn't want to leave New York. Mm. And I didn't find, I hadn't found one that had like a good like fashion program. Okay. Um, And I don't think, I don't think I was like super in tune with like, black culture mm-hmm. essentially like at that age like mm-hmm. growing up in like Westchester is like a I mean like my school was really diverse but like Westchester is still predominantly white mm-hmm. so like I wasn't really like introduced to like stuff like that and like I didn't really have family members that went to like HBCUs mm-hmm. so that really for me that really wasn't even like a thought yeah yeah Um. so like my best friend she went to Morgan State so I was like living through her yeah like going to like homecoming in I October I know homecomings are crazy yeah. Wild. I want to go. So wild. Yeah. I've had a, well, my friend, my friend Courtney, um, I think her cousin's, or like her, yeah, her cousin's husband, I think, he 
went to an HBCU and they always go to they always go away for their homecoming and just the stories that I hear I'm like yo I need to go because I need to experience this it's definitely it's it's something to experience at least like once Mm -hmm. like I know even when I was younger I felt like I didn't appreciate fraternities and like sororities like I just I really didn't understand them I'm like I I didn't either but honestly it's just not something that I grew up like right knowing yeah that's probably why so I think the same thing for me like I didn't really grow up knowing too much about it so Mm -hmm. like when I would see it I'm like okay like what's the big deal yeah but now like I'm older and like I see it and like I have friends who actually ended up joining like you know different sororities or fraternities I'm like yo that's so dope because like because you have friends for like a lifetime and also like I went to like an art school so same so when (laughs) I yeah like FIT tried it (laughs) oh they did they did they had like a fake sorority I was like y'all tried it it's not even the same yeah like I went to an art school so there wasn't anything like that but when I um there was one year or like a semester that I um rented an apartment and it was kind of like towards Drexel University Mm. and so everyone in that building went to Drexel and I was the only one that went to like a different school and it was like an art school so to me like all their sororities they were very like white yeah so I just didn't really you know that's that's what I thought was a sorority you know it was just very you know yeah it was a lot of you know white women so I didn't really think that there was anything else until after college where I had friends right. that you know went to other you know went to other universities and you know real schools you know yeah. <laughs> not, not like, right real schools not like my <laughs> fucking school but anyways <laughs> not even not even gonna say where I went but. right say so we went to the same school <laughs> actually just different states yeah <laughs> no but it's it's so true and I think yeah I just think it's so dope that you kind of I think for me I, I also couldn't get past like the hazing stage but was that real I, I like think for was... some but I don't think it's to the extent that people put it out there yeah yeah like I feel like you know like, you hazing get is illegal right like you get certain like media outlets you know they'll make it like you know it's like life or death type of fucking hazing and yeah. it's, it's really not yeah it's like they do I think if I'm not mistaken they do do hazing but it's never to the extent that like we see okay speaking of hazing I don't know if you remember the episode on Tia and Tamara sister sister when I think they joined a sorority and they were hazing them and they had to like wear pajamas and go to the go and go somewhere to like a bookstore I think and I think Tia worked there I don't remember exactly I like vaguely remember that but then that. they had to like say moo every single time yeah <laughs> I don't know if it's like that I've never I've honestly never really um I've never asked. Yeah, I don't know what that what what it's. Like. But I think like that. I feel like that's what kind of like turned me off. I'm like, listen, y'all not about to haze me. <laughs> Angie, well, Angie is not having it. Like y'all not about to like haze me. Like I don't know what kind of shit y'all think this is. Like I'm just like not. I don't want to be you're yelled be like, at. You're like, like I don't need this sisterhood. Fuck yeah, this shit. Honestly, <laughs> and then it's like you get older and it's like they're like that was kind of ignorant of me. Like that was so stupid because it was so much more than that. Yeah, yeah, I know it would have been dope. I it, I definitely have friends that were in like sororities and I just see it I'm like oh wow like that's such a dope experience like, yeah I I definitely wish I would have you know knew about that or you know there was some type of you know community like that when I was in college because that's really cool yeah and then like just to even see like the guys um 
the guys do their like their line during homecoming like oh that is like it's Wait, dope i just like love the whole aspect of you know when they were in the bus yeah oh my that, god like yes. that love that they had for each other and a lot of them didn't even know you know yeah i'm sure i don't know but a lot of them I'm sure didn't know each other but it was just that love that they all had there and they all worked together i mean that was such a powerful moment that Absolutely. was such a beautiful moment to like to see just like them working together you know for to make this happen yeah and yeah it was just and the dancers i i couldn't get Bomb. enough I could not get enough. And the it's drum line, everybody. Oh my, that drum line was like, that was literally like the icing on the cake. Yeah. Like that drum line was part, like it was done to perfection. Right. Like um, that amazing. That hard work. I know. Hard work. I would have passed the hell out. I mean, and she like, <laughs> she like literally spends four months, you know, rehearsing the like the musical side and then right. four I saw months that, uh, yes. rehearsing on the dancing side and she picks every dancer she picks every like every person on that team yeah. she is a part of I think that's I think that's very dope that she's so involved too. Yeah. like she doesn't let her team kind of like make the decisions like she has a vision and like she's the one that's like on the forefront you know executing everything yeah based on like her vision right and I think that's real I think that's really dope I think that's like very important for yeah like us as well just to inspire us to just make yeah. sure you know like we we stay true to like who we are and yeah. like you know execute things the way we want and how we see it right yeah and I loved when she said I can't remember exactly you know word for word what she what it, what it was but when she said um until I see my notes being applied yeah there's no reason for me to you know say yes. anything you know anything else I thought that was so powerful because yeah. uh, especially as, you know, a woman of color <clears throat> or, you know, and in particular, in particularly like black women yeah. to be in, you know, a space or an environment, whether it's work or anything, and you're speaking your mind and you have a vision, you have an idea, you have something to say. And if someone's not going to take you seriously and not apply what, especially if it's your project, like you know no yeah I, I thought that was amazing that was like a that was like a low that was like a low-key like fire gem yeah yeah because she said that at first i was like oh that's cool and then i thought about i'm like wait a minute yeah, like she's a boss yeah <laughs> she really like even but even from like when she did her documentary on lemonade oh yeah was it, it was called lemonade lemonade yeah yeah, yeah lemonade yeah, yeah. and mm -hmm. even when she did like that that documentary just to see like the amount of like art Right, and she like has an history. Team. Her sister too. I like, know. oh, I love. I mean, my favorite part of the whole thing is when Solange comes out and just like that sisterly love yeah. and two dancing. They're so dope together. Like they're both just, they're just it. Yeah. Like For I can't, real. I can't think of like a, a another word to explain them, but like they're just yeah. they're it. And also, can we talk about when she tried on her outfit? And be right. and, and Jay was just like, um, all right then. Yeah. Something like, wow. I'm like, you don't even get it. He don't even get like why this is so big right now. Right, like I need you to be more excited, homie. Oh, right. She's like show love. Yeah. She bust her ass. Yeah. I didn't even know she had a C section. I didn't know that either. I was like, okay. I was like, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. That, but shit. Yeah. But even that diet, like no that, sugar is no sugar no dairy no carbs no alcohol um yeah 
No sugar, no dairy, no no I meat. I would evaporate. I mean, I feel like also she realized that she could never do that again. Cause that she is, did say that. Yeah, because that's not a healthy diet, yeah. especially when you're working that hard. Yeah. That's, I mean, thankfully she was, she didn't get sick. Yeah. But that's not something that, you know, people should try, especially if you're working that hard because you need energy, you, you know, yeah. especially carbs, like you need carbs to feel you, like, you know, so... Kudos to her. Kudos to her. I don't know how she did it. I would have been on stage looking like the fucking Crip Keeper. (laughs) (laughs) She, wow. Yeah, no, I could never do that. That is some discipline. She has a lot of discipline. She does. But then it's like, I guess like if you think about it, when you really want to do something, Mm -hmm. you kind of just, you have to like mentally prepare yourself. Yeah. Like, listen, like this is what I got to get. This is what I want to do. This is just how I got to do it. Yeah. So it's like... Gotta respect. You gotta respect it. Right, right. Because I don't think I could do. Well, I don't. I don't want to say I don't think I could, but at this like state right now, <laughs> nah. It's hard to be disciplined like that. You know, it's hard to. Like, I struggle with dairy on a daily. <laughs> so I've been really cutting back on dairy. <laughs> like. <laughs> I'm like, I'm always, I'm like, let's see, I see dairy in there. Why are you eating this? (laughs) No, 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 no. Like, I don't even, like, I don't even use half and half in my coffee anymore. Really? Okay. Like, I always use almond milk. Um, I always get almond milk lattes or oat milk lattes. Um, I stopped buying Greek yogurts. Now I mm. buy like um, either coconut. I saw milk you. Yeah, she posted one. I think that's what it was. Or the like other a day. plant-based um, yogurt. It's so bomb. And then Trader Joe's now has um, vegan cream cheese. So I am about that, yeah. that life now. So no more dairy for me. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna say no more because you know it's so hard to give up dairy, especially when you have a big dinner or like a family yes. thing. It's, it's so hard and I don't know if I could ever get there I want to try and get there but I feel like dairy was one of the things that was really really holding me back and yeah. I think I'm slowly inching my way to like be non I said that I would like I try to like incorporate those things mm-hmm. I feel like I would like 100% do it if I had a kid yeah because I, I would want yeah. I would want to start my kid off like on the right path and not like how I was mm-hmm so then, like, I would essentially have to be, like, forced to because I have somebody that's kind of essentially, yeah. like, depending on me. So it's, like... Yeah. I feel like that might be... That might be game changer, but until then... <laughs> until then... <laughs> eat some pizza. <laughs> I did have pizza when I was home in Jersey, and my stomach felt like rocks. Yeah. Like, I had a big-ass boulder in my stomach. <laughs> it was crazy. It was not a happy feeling. I was like... Because it's like, when you go so long without having it, and then you yeah. have it, it's like, hold up. I was so I thought bloated. we was done with this shit. Yeah. Really now you're giving it to me, me again. Face. Right. <laughs> I was like, all right. Tried it. Yeah. I'm like, all right, I'm a chill. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, yeah, I definitely should. I need to read more. I really, I haven't even seen the What the Health documentary. Yeah, that was a crazy documentary. But I, think I really. That was like what slowly kind of got me into cutting back on things here and there. I need to see it. Um, it's hard. It's hard. I mean, it's it's definitely doable, but it is hard. Yeah. It's you just, you, hear, you literally, I think, I think it's like a big thing when you hear so many celebrities now talking about it yeah like just being a vegan like paying attention to the things that you're putting in your body right it's like i feel like when you hear like people in the hip-hop culture do it like it's like damn well if they are on it like yeah because i mean growing up you know we've all we've just 
you know, never like really shit. lived a healthy lifestyle. Right. And especially in our own communities, like, you know, they put in, okay, for example, remember when we went up to, had a, we had a meeting at Whole Foods in Harlem? Yes. That har- like that Whole Foods was the shittiest Whole Foods I've ever been in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, because they don't really put, like, especially, like, you know, when you have the buffet area, yeah. it was, there was no healthy foods available. Mm-hmm. And they do that to our own communities. Like, yeah. they put these things and these processed foods and these, you know, to, so we can live an unhealthy lifestyle. Yeah. Or they'll say, like, it's organic, but then it'll have soy in it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, soy's not good for you. Yeah. So like, it's just, like, not even it's it's not really even us you know it's just like we are just targeted to like live an unhealthy lifestyle and yeah. you know especially with like in our community sometimes you know there's a lot of there's a lot of people not sometimes there's a lot of people you know that are just living paycheck to paycheck and you know they're gonna buy the foods that they can afford and they're gonna buy they you know they don't really have time to think about being healthy they have right you know you're thinking about surviving how you can exactly. like what you're gonna feed your kids and unfortunately it's always gonna be something unhealthy you know I think so I think it's very important you know um, back to what you were saying you know where tying in what Jay-Z said you know we have to gentrify our own community we have to educate ourselves yeah you know which i think we are kind of going in that route i agree so like i know even with um like with nipsey so there's like he was like i think he was like pretty big on juicing so there was um this juice bar that he used to go to on slauson Mm -hmm. that he like always promoted another like black and brown owned business um i mean angela yee has a juice yeah exactly she has one in brooklyn and And in jersey yeah yeah and mm-hmm. working with Styles P. Yeah. Then, um, you know, Rico, Rico Love. So his, um, I think it's his fiance. She's a twin. Um, they just started this. I forgot what it's called. Um, but they have it where, like, you can buy, like, these exotic fruits mm-hmm. that are, like, known for, like, like amazing, like, health benefits. Mm-hmm. And, like, you, they'll ship it to you. Oh, wow. That's awesome. That, like, things like soursop. Like, soursop is known for, like, fighting cancer. Wow. Because, like, I know I know about that from, like, my family just mm-hmm. being, like, you know, like, back home in Jamaica. So it's, yeah. like, the soursop fruit and dragon fruit. Like, all of these, like, exotic fruits that you can't really get here. Yeah. But they'll ship it to you. Oh, that's awesome. And I think that's, that's like, really important. So it's, like, yeah. I feel like we're kind of starting to see, like, that change. Yeah. We want to better ourselves. Right. You know, be on top. Right. Not let, you know, people get to us. I'll get there one day. <laughs> you will. We will. We all will. It's we just, it's really, there. it's really hard to break a habit. Yeah, it is. A habit that you've known for, like, years. Mm-hmm. I think that's, like, what it is. But, but like they say, like, what's, what's more expensive, a medical bill or food? That's a fact. That is a fact. So... That's that's really like what you have to like look at it like I'm a I'm gonna take care of myself now and just spend this money or I'm gonna mm-hmm. have to probably potentially have to spend thousands and thousands of dollars at one time because I got sick. Yeah. Based on the shitty ass food that I was eating. Mhm. Yeah. So that is a fact. You know. Oh, okay. Well, anything else? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it. Is that it? Okay. So any, okay. So Angie, I know that you're going away. Yeah. <laughs> She's going to Bali, y'all. She got some <laughs> Bali money. <laughs> you saw. That shit ran my pockets dry, that flight. <laughs> so, okay. So Angie's going away. So we might be 
we might we'll drop another episode after yeah. this, but we will probably gonna be taking a little break. A little a little intermission. Yeah. Until like June. Yeah. But it gives you guys time to catch up on all twelve episodes now. Exactly. You ain't got no excuses. Exactly. Like I wanna <laughs> see like the comments. I wanna see the reviews. Like if you guys have feedback for us. Yeah, we love feedback. Yeah, anything that you don't like that we're doing, you wanna see us do more of, you wanna hear us talk more. And some questions. Yes. Because we give great advice. I think so too. Like I, I'd be dropping gems, you yeah, know, if you know, I don't follow it. <laughs> I give good advice, I think. You right. Know, I'm a good listener. Right. Sometimes. I'm a good sometimes. I'm, I don't really be listening sometimes. Oh, no, no, no. no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, we out here. Yeah. In here. In yeah. In Listening here. Party Canal Street Radio. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys. Until next time. Bye-bye. You guys just listened to another episode of Girls We Know in partnership with Listening Party. The creators of Family FM. Follow the crew on Instagram at Listening Party Presents and at Canal Street Market. Bye. Bye, guys. Until next time.